Hi, I'm Lavoni. And I'm Sarah, and welcome to the Lavoni and Sarah podcast, where we talk all things weight loss and well-being. If you search online for how to alleviate bloating and a distended gut, you'll likely be inundated with links to videos of doctors and various pharmaceutical companies wanting to sell you probiotics or other products. But before you waste your money, listen to this episode on bloating. We might be able to help you. Today, Livoni and I are delving into this very uncomfortable and often embarrassing issue that we've all experienced at one time or another. We cover foods that aggravate bloating, some things that might help, and what we've experienced with bloating. So please join us. But before we delve into today's episode, let's have a very quick catch up. Livoni, what was your goal? Remind me, how have you been doing? Mine was to exercise every day. Pretty sure that was it. Yes, it was. And yes, and I have. Oh, even brilliant yeah, every day yeah yeah and I'm going to today's Thanksgiving um because you know we, happy we Thanksgiving on a Thursday <laughs> yeah lots of turkey and stuff um so it's Thanksgiving yeah here in the U.S. and I haven't done my workout yet because normally I like to do it first thing in the morning but yeah. we're podcasting so um but I am going to do it I'll probably do it a little while after lunch and okay you know yeah burn that off but I'm still going to do it today so I'm determined to do it what about yours what was yours mine was to continue with the um sort of healthy eating that I was reintroducing back into my diet post-surgery um that's been going really well been cooking some really lovely dishes um and just feeling a lot better um I am feeling a little bit tired but I've been doing so much more with regards to moving and obviously that in itself is having a knock-on effect with the healing and all that sort of stuff so I do feel quite tired um but that's good because it means that I've been pushing myself but within you know sensible boundaries sort of uh um but yeah I have been doing it I've been bringing some clean food back in so I feel good that's good good. you look great you don't thank you that just you know, had surgery a few weeks Well, ago. to give people but... a bit of an update, I guess, on because they've, they've been following on. So I'm week four now, and mm-hmm. I had physio appointment um, the day before yesterday, and I've been told that, quite incredibly, I'm allowed to walk around at home without using my stick, which is really... Fantastic. Um, that in itself, I can feel the difference. It's quite tricky. It's, you know, it's hard work. Mm-hmm. But good good to get a bit more freedom back and start to build up and I went to the gym at the weekend which was that's oh, fantastic it felt so nice because it felt a little bit of normality and a little taster of where I want to obviously get to mm-hmm. and get back to and stuff so I was I was there for 15 minutes I mean right. we parked and went in and came straight back right. out because you know had to only do a really short session but it doesn't matter I just felt really good went going there. yeah I actually felt even better for what I was it. doing just even just the short amount that I did it Mm-hmm. It made me feel different. So probably obviously just psychology. I was just going to say, yeah, mentally. Mindset. Mentally, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, yeah. Great. But thank you. Look so really yes, good. doing well. What else have you been doing apart from the gym? Your workouts? Um, no, I just do it at home. So I do my, my normal workout. Yeah. And then um, there's a park I like to go to. So I take Ramsey You've to You've been the doing park like power walking, haven't you? And do power walking, which is hard with this their tail end of this cold because yeah when I go too fast I get really um wheezy Coughing. from my mm-hmm. asthma and so I've got to stop and use my inhaler but I you know I'm persisting so anyway we'll see I, I mean I feel better for it especially on those days where I just don't want to <clears throat> excuse me which yeah. is you know easy to do when you're not feeling great 
but can you anyway. feel it in your body with regards to sort of I feel either... like you could bounce a coin off my backside seriously but then I'm looking I'm like not nah, still there <laughs> oh but yeah I, look in the mirror. I mean it'll always be there I've always had a rounded bottom yeah me too. that's a good just... thing people are getting implants to get that now right right but it, it just feels firmer but I'm sure it's not it just feels like it yeah I'm sure it must anyway. be if you're doing all that work oh yeah I hope so anyway so I suffer from bloating. This is going to be an absolute TMI, this whole episode, I'm sure. But I know <laughs> it's a common thing, like a lot of people do. And I find the more in tune I get with my body, and I think I pretty am well in tune with it these yeah. days. <clears throat> Sorry. The um, more I notice what causes it. Okay. Bread, definitely. Okay. And, and, you know, and it's not crap bread, crap bread, crap bread, bread. Yeah. <laughs> I buy nice bread. If I'm yeah. not making that gluten-free bread that uh, the rest of uh-huh. I have on my website that I'm fine with. Um, there's a sourdough bread that I buy. Cause I just, honestly, I've tried to make sourdough starters many times and they work and then thing. I go to use it and just, and I'm like, mm, no, anyway, I find honest, it's so bad when I eat, when I eat it and I put lots of protein on the sandwich. So it's not like I'm having it with jam or something like that, that I feel it even in my face and I get it around where I touch around my eyes. Cause bloating isn't just your stomach. Yeah. You and I have talked about how if we um, had too much sugar mm-hmm. or, you know, too much alcohol, I mean, in too much can just be like three drinks how you know our hands feel sore and bloated yeah yeah so I mean it's not just about the stomach but that's primarily I guess what we're talking about today Mm -hmm. but I can feel like I can literally feel it happening in my face not like an anaphylactic thing because I don't feel it in my throat or anything but it's obviously it's doing I think something to the glucose in my body for start right and I, I don't know whether it's you know and the gluten I guess I don't buy cheap bread from the grocery store so I haven't eaten that in a very long time yeah so I don't know but I'm like okay buddy. like you know it doesn't and then my stomach just it gets so hard and so bloated distended it yeah just yeah distended it's horrible it's such an uncomfortable feeling and I've done that a few times in the last week and I think woman you know so I'm just like mm, not doing it I have a little teeny bit of stuffing today, but I'm just going to really avoid. This is a, an things. interesting question for you. So is it is it the bread or is it the mixture of the bread with the protein? And the reason I ask that is that I don't suffer with this so badly now, but probably about 20 years ago, I couldn't eat a roast dinner because eating the chicken with the potatoes. Oh, the carbs and I would, in there. It must be. And I the, the wind I would get would be, unreal hmm. however if I ate just one or the other I was fine right and now I don't get that now I can eat mm. you know unless I have a t- too bigger roast meal and then I right. then it's just because of overeating which obviously we're going to cover all these things um in our episode but I, I was just going to ask you that is it the bread if you, is it on its own it well, does see, or what it's what's with it see gluten is a protein right bread's classified as a carbohydrate yeah but gluten itself is a protein so but I'm a firm believer in if you mix a whole lot of things up 
with your carbs and your protein, yeah, you know, um, that it's a lot for your body to digest. Yeah. And there's a diet, and I know this is a little off the track, and I'm not saying that it's the be all and end all, but it's called Fit for Life. And his mantra was not to combine everything. Like you could eat everything, but but just so it was easier for your body, you'd have your meat with um like a, a light, like not a heavy carb veg. So your greens or yeah. you know, some peppers or something like that. Um, and then if you had a potato, maybe have that with a salad. And, okay. you know, rather than combining your meat, your potato and beans, which yep. and rice, you know, some, some cultures do, but I think I know for me, that's, whew, that's like, like you were saying, yeah, that definitely is a bloat fest for me. And also um, dairy, like if I have too much cream or too much fat, my stomach gets really bloated and really squelchy. And then it yep. just is like, push. Just straight through just me like let's go yeah just let's go to the point where the pain in my stomach has been so bad that um that I've vomited at the same time oh. just because from the pain, pain. so I, I have to watch how much I eat mm-hmm. and then the amount of fat because that's what will happen so okay. and I think there's you know that this is something a lot of people have problems yeah. with mm-hmm. and I think if people do because I've said this before Sarah and I aren't doctors but go and see your doctor but but go to a specialist yeah. like get your doctor to refer someone you someone that's actually going to listen yeah someone that will test you that will listen because you know it might be a leaky gut might be IBS it could be um like Crohn's disease I mean I don't mean to startle people but don't you just go get to a doctor and get some pills for it. Go and okay. see a specialist if it's something that's ongoing. Says me, I haven't been there. I'm just going to self-diagnose. Um, <laughs> do what I say, not what I do. Not what I do, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, I do know, though, what makes it worse. Yes. And even things like, you know, I've spoken to friends that, with kids that, um, <clears throat> excuse me, where the kids are, like get really constipated and their stomach gets yeah. like that. And I say, are you giving them milk to drink? Because milk can do that. Milk can cause constipation. Well, this is what my partner struggles with and like suffers right. with. He doesn't struggle. He suffers, suffers. with this. Yeah. Um, and we have, through a process of elimination, worked out what it, it you know causes it. Now, I say that and we, we narrowed it down and it's most definitely dairy. So mm-hmm. if he eats dairy, and this has only happened within the last under 12 months this has happened um his stomach fully descends like a bowling ball on the front of him I mean so hard I mean he's not overweight so it's very noticeable on the front of him um it's rock hard it's so uncomfortable and it's really 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 painful yeah um he has also been sick because it's you know just come come up Mm -hmm. because it's been so full or so painful um so we through that sort of elimination process found that it was dairy so now predominantly we eat vegan food this sounds ridiculous vegan food that sometimes we add meat to if that makes sense so yeah you know because we've cut out all dairy 
Mm-hmm. But that but still said, had the meat protein because that's important. Yeah, but that said, yeah. in the last few weeks, um, not to the same extent with the pain and the you know distended stomach, but here the gas element he's still really struggling with and that's sort of started to pick up again I'm like right well then we need to look at this a bit more and you mentioning IBS I feel it's probably mm. IBS related and a bit more along the lines of when we spoke to Greg yeah exactly so sort of stress um a fallout from that um because stress can cause that too I mean, a lot absolutely. of people think that it was just food but stress can cause it no um also he might want to do a little research on um like the FODMAP have you heard of that no okay it's I can never remember what it stands for oligosaccharides I remember the O one um and there's a diet that um that people could that he could go on and a doctor would would do this it could also be like a leaky gut because when this happens it damages the lining of your gut and it could also be a leaky gut um so FODMAP is um it's like an elimination diet okay and there's foods on the there's a green a yellow and a red list and you can just go and get a printout i can maybe send you a link Uh i'll put a link to um in the um on our description on the web yeah Yeah. on our website um if people want to just take a look at it i mean i'm not trying to diagnose anybody no but my cousin did it and because he was having all these issues and it helped. And now he can sort of, he has to be careful every now and then, but um, it helped him a lot. So um, it stands for fermentable, um, oligosaccharides, disaccharides, monosaccharides, and polyols, okay. um, which is sugar alcohols. Okay. And um, so what it does, it just, you, you just eliminate a lot of things from mm-hmm. your diet. And then you um, see what, then introduce them again and then yeah. see what happens. Mm-hmm. You know what else does it for me too is um, sugar. Mm-hmm. But too much salt, sugar, and I know um, he doesn't have a lot of salt. No, um, because he can't have that with all the other yeah, medical situations. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. Um, so, but yeah, salt and sugar can also um, make it worse. Not enough um fiber but I know that you guys eat quite a bit of fiber too much fat um but even things like for for somebody that is trying to be healthier and suddenly decides to have oats for breakfast you know legumes for dinner or whatever Mm -hmm. that can be a lot for your body to take on yeah at that moment if you're Mm -hmm. not used to it and cabbage of course any of the crucifer vegetables could also do it so you know um arugula rocket as the rest of the world calls it Brussels sprouts cabbage broccoli all of those um I'm not suggesting anybody eliminate those but just be aware that they can also cause it but But if you're having them then maybe just start to introduce them in a you know a smaller amount until your body becomes regulated and gets right and sometimes a cooked version of something versus a raw version of something can be worse too I don't know Okay. But um, definitely for me, I know it's um, gluten and high fat and sugar, definitely. I um, think for me, it's also um, fluid retention, but mm, because I haven't drunk enough water. So I know right. that my body bloats really badly mm-hmm. and I haven't drunk enough water. So it's 
basically trying to hold on to the bare minimum of what I've right. put in there I think and then yeah yeah a, a lack of fluid is creating fluid retention and then mm-hmm. I swell um so for me that's definitely something that I that I then become aware of particularly if I'm in a hot country it's a bit like I suppose anyone if you've been for a long walk and then you lift your hands up they're like fat sausages on the bottom of mm. you because you're dehydrated you've had them dangling down yeah um, so it, it's definitely something else. And I think that's also it's quite interesting on how bodies react to that, isn't it? Because sometimes you may not go to the toilet all day. You haven't or you know, for a very minimum amount of, of going for right. a week. And then nighttime comes and it hits and you're like oh. in a, the toilet all night because you've got your legs up, legs up and everything's relaxing and all yeah. that sort of stuff. So I think that's what's and I'm regularly saying, have you drunk enough water today? And right. the response is like, mm, not sure I've had any actually. I'm like, oh, you know, but he drink, you know. No. And then we had the conversation only last night that when I was doing the research um the other day for this, I was like, I hate to break this to you, but coffee can be a bloater for some people as well. Now, mm. a small amount of coffee is good, but it seems right. to tip over the edge. He doesn't have fabulous sleep either. So I'm saying I think maybe being careful when you have your last coffee of the day is going to have to be something to consider. Um, but yeah, coffee was one of the things that I was reading about can really, for some people, instigate bloating as well. Um, Same with like diets, so like some diets. Carbonated like drinks, diet, but- yeah. Um, they can carbonated drinks can can create the distension so can um and I learned this the hard way like sugar-free gum oh or, me too um, I've done worthers, <laughs> like yeah. those worthers toffees that I love but I tried the sugar-free version and I'm so greedy which is why I can't eat these things and I had them on my desk while I was working and I ate, it was granted it was a small packet but I ate the whole thing oh 20 minutes later oh Never I've got again. a story for you about that. Oh, God. Uh, 23 years ago, I got really, really, really poorly. And I was in hospital for a long time. And um, I was lying oh, yeah. there in the bed. And there was a lady next to me who was really unwell with basically ex- the only way to describe it is extensive diarrhea okay like right. and I and lying next to someone that often you're like yeah okay I can tell that there's something not all right here mm-hmm. and then every day her daughter would come to visit which was fantastic and every day her daughter would bring her one of those family size packets of sweets they looked like Werther's but they weren't they were red and white like strawberry and cream candy looking color things sugar free okay and she ate a whole family packet every day and her daughter would bring her a new one every day and it was only after me being there for quite a number of days thinking I wonder if anybody knows this because that is not going to be good for her stomach everybody knows if you eat sugar-free sweets they give you diarrhea if you eat too many of them right so I just really quietly everybody does know now does now uh I quietly (laughs) mentioned it to the nurse and said I just don't know if you realize but she's eating a whole packet of them every she was quite elderly the lady she said no I had absolutely no idea I said well you might want to have a little look at it and then sat there really quite thinking I feel bad I've just dobbed her in right anyway, right but still they got to the bottom of you never went she went she went home three days later and how they said she'd been doing that for absolutely blooming months she'd been a whole pack of these every day and that's what it was she's so thinking yeah because you think oh there's no sugar in sugar them, free but, oh, it was fine no so Today, bad apes do not if you didn't know don't overeat don't, on the sugar-free yes. sweets because 
yeah we've all been there in one way or another right and it's the same with the the sugar-free drinks the same sort of thing they could do it too but any like the carbonation can do that as well it's a horrible feeling and I find like it comes on for me in the afternoons and you know this last week I've been bad and I think it's because I haven't made my um because you know you know, I like sandwich. Yes. Um, I haven't made my gluten-free bread just because, well, I guess time. I could have made yeah. time, but because um, it doesn't take very long. So I, and I bought this um, sourdough bread to make our stuffing with. And so I thought, well, that's there because I had enough to have sandwiches yeah. as well. That's there. I'll just have that. So I think that's been the culprit. Does it... Um. Does it bring on constipation as well when you get bloated like that? Um, no. No. Okay. I don't think so. No, because it just makes another... us. No, it gives me gas. Yeah. Um. Not not immediately. That's okay. This is going to be evening. way TMI as well. But well, I know, I'm... but we are talking now. We're about in it, so let's subject. get into we're it. We're in it. Yeah. Um, is it foul smelling or is it just is it just wind? No, it's just gas. Okay, because I think that's the difference. Bad. I think the difference between the intolerance when, you know, when someone's really, really not able to eat something and it causes mm-hmm. it, I think then that also makes it really foul smelling too. And I think that's also your body saying, this is not okay for me at right. all. But I was just interested whether it is just gas or whether it's like... Has he been checked out? Oh. Like, has he been to a specialist? Only. This is a male that we're talking about. Okay. Well, because it could be a leaky gut, which can be dangerous. Because It could be so many things. The, yeah, yeah. He needs to go and get it checked out. Not just to his doctor, like I said, but to a specialist that yeah. deals with that sort of stuff. Yeah. Because that, yeah, the, the foul smell means there's, a, there's another problem there. It's not always, and I'm not trying to paint this picture of him being like this, you know, but it's just sometimes <laughs> it's just <laughs> like who is this person hopefully he doesn't listen to this This episode um but when he's having a really bad time of it you know with this really really distended gut feeling painful like not not just a case of uncomfortable it's it's painful and then it then can be like that too so much be like what on earth is going on with your with your gut you know this is not Mm -hmm. okay um that's very different to what i'd class as a standard windy bloaty sort of day but even Mm -hmm. so both of them are still the same sort of kind of output just to a different you know different extent isn't it so different foods can do different things but yeah so you do eat lots of legumes too don't you yeah we do so that would be something that he could probably ease off on instead of having, yeah. you know, those have like some fish, some salmon. Yeah. Honestly, just tell him to just don't eat those for a while and see. I mean, we do still have that too, but we always have them. We have the, the chickpeas or the broccoli. Yeah, no. Like, like just for, go for a week with not eating them. Having that. Mm-hmm. And having, yeah, because I mean, if you're having like some good protein, some salmon or something like that, and you then don't need the extra. you know, yeah. And then, you know, some veggies, you'd be fine. Yeah. But um, because I'm sure that's contributing okay. to it. Um, so yeah, like I'm not trying to diagnose him, but just it just don't have them for a week and see if he's any better. Someone and obviously to- he knows the dairy 
thing. Oh, that's for sure. Yeah. You have to stay close. And then be careful of the wheat week. too. If he can maybe stay away from gluten. Livonia, oh, what am I going to eat? I know. Sorry. <laughs> Shush. <laughs> Shush. Make him some of that bread. Or he can make gonna, some of that bread. Uh-huh. Yeah. <clears throat> Sorry. But I, was, I saw someone last week and they'd had a smoky bean soup. And um, mm. it, it caught them by surprise because the wind that suddenly was erupted, they went, oh, I wasn't expecting oh, it to be not that wind. bad. I was like, what? Um, <laughs> I was like, that's hilarious. Even for someone that doesn't struggle with it as a standard, you know, it can catch you unawares if it's something different from what you'd normally be eating, isn't it? So I think it happens to yeah. everyone at the best of times. I have a, a friend, a Canadian friend, and she struggles with this. and But she's like a pasta lover she eats oh. pasta i think every day oh, that now that does make me windy actually yeah. and yeah and i say to her i have said to her and she'll be like oh my god you know she has to fart constantly and she reckons it smells and and i'm like just ease off the pasta don't eat it for mm-hmm. a while because she's really picky eater but pasta is something that she likes and she doesn't eat a lot of meat so um, and I'm sure that's what's doing it for her is all the all the gluten that yeah. she's having. Yeah, it yeah. does for me actually. Yeah. Okay, so if you've got this situation where you are bloated, um, mm-hmm. some remedies for it, some ways to try and help, oh, as well as avoiding pad. the food. But okay, heat pad. Yeah, yeah. Like if it's and you know, there's like some different um over-the-counter medications you can take Mm -hmm. to alleviate it but you don't want to become reliant on those and actually you can avoid medication yeah exactly but for me I just I need the heat on it so I go get like a hot water bottle or a heat pad and put it on my stomach that just the pain's still there but it just makes it feel Mm -hmm. better you know just like when you had a period pain and that it's still you still had it yeah but it you know made it feel better Uh so that's a big thing for me um I think exercise movement that can help it it can it can it's probably the last thing people feel feel like want to do but But you know know, what I used to do when my son was a baby he'd be lying on the floor and then you get their legs and you kind of push mm, their legs towards him like a frog and then in and out like you pump them (laughs) yeah (laughs) and you're downwind and you're gonna do it yeah it really worked because obviously babies get trapped gas all the time mm-hmm. um, and all of a sudden there's be like this big eruption you're like oh there you go that's going to feel a lot better right um, right so if you can try and replicate replicate that as an adult <laughs> in whatever right. version you want to do that's something that definitely helps um i know holding that the gas in oh makes it so much worse my son says that to me because he breaks uh, wind and I'm like, do you have to do that? I said, it makes me ill if I hold it in. I was right, like, does it really? Yeah. <laughs> no, when, when my stomach gets like that, if I have to hold it in, oh, that's not good. You know, if I'm out okay. somewhere, yeah. you just want to be by yourself, really. Go and get it all sorted out. Yeah, get it sorted. But th- um, that's what does it for me. Another way to try and avoid, as well as the foods that we've been talking about, is trying to eat regularly so I think for me if I've Mm. gone for too long without eating like a really empty tummy and then I have something to eat particularly a bigger meal yeah overeating can do it yeah so if I've if I've not eaten regularly so I've gone for a really long time without Mm -hmm. eating so I'm completely empty and then I eat maybe too much compared to being empty 
yeah. within within a matter of you know really minutes, minutes exactly yeah. I've got quite bad gas so I think yeah if you are someone that is prone to this so you struggle with it as well as obviously the medical checks that we've talked about mm-hmm. and then the sort of the elimination process of trying to work out potentially what's triggering this more than others for you because every person's body is different mm-hmm. in the way it reacts but one you know a couple of little tools if you like of trying to avoid it so definitely moving if you've if you've got the gas mm-hmm. but eating regularly smaller portions and eating regularly is something that's worth trying yes at least. yeah no um, definitely yeah rather than a, yeah. an empty tummy and then a, and then a meal and they, because I think the gas compresses in your stomach and then you mm-hmm. get it trapped and that's really bad and then I think in that sort of same vein is then to eat slower as well so I was reading about someone that eats a smaller uses a smaller spoon to eat their food so that they right. a lot slower because I am a mm-hmm. really fast eater like ridiculously mm-hmm. fast and I think gulping it down if you're someone gulping air too at the same time yeah. so eat slower and a smaller mouthfuls smaller meals and then more frequently would be something that's worth considering to give it a try if you're struggling mm-hmm. with it. Yeah. yeah, but definitely, um, you know, if somebody has had this more than three times in a row, there's an issue and they need yeah. to go and see somebody Very about changed. it, not yes. just be chewing on various, you know, no. antacid pills. All and, the time. Because yeah. they then they create other problems in your mm-hmm. body. So, yeah, definitely. Um, and then stay away from, you know, maybe if you have got it, just the things that we talked about, um, you know, lactose, so yeah. milk, cream, Dairy. Mm-hmm. Um, some hard cheeses aren't quite so bad. So bad. Plus there's, um, you know, like sheep's, you know, if you like love um, cheese yeah. and want a bit just on, you know, veggies or whatever, um, sheep's cheese, like a hard sheep's cheese, like pecorino. Mm-hmm you know, do something like that. Maybe Manchego, that's another one. Yeah. Um, and then, um, yes, some just ease off on the legumes. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I love them. Like I love lentils and chickpeas and things like that. And they don't, those don't affect me too much. But then I don't eat them every single day. No. Like every day. So, and I don't. See, I have them a lot. lot. But the things that used to really, really Mm. disagree with me were baked beans. You know, the the traditional baked beans that we have here. Mm, On toast, yeah. Yeah. But I, oh my God, I could never eat them. Because within half a day, I'm like, oh no, here it comes. And I'd be so windy. You couldn't be out. I mean, it would be that bad. So, yeah. Having said that, hummus does do that to me. Yeah. Because I, you know, chop up veggies and have some hummus and I don't yeah. have much because it's, you know, it is quite high in calories. Um, and yeah, by the afternoon, I'm like, oh, windy city. Yeah. I think I must be quite lucky, really. But if and, it, I mean, that, I... sorry, that bloated stomach. Oh, yeah. gosh. That's just I mean, so I know bad. the things for me is um, my way around it to try and avoid it is drinking plenty of water. Yeah, that's, yeah. Eating three meals a day so that I haven't then left a really big gap, got over hungry, eaten too big a meal. Mm-hmm. And so it's to try and regulate the portion sizes to eat sort of three smaller meals a day. Right. Um, movement, definitely. Um, yeah. So if you're then feeling a bit like going for a walk or something and less sugar, that's the thing. Yes. Sugar is, I just, I can feel it all yeah. over me when when I do that. And like stay away from the... um sugar-free stuff 
<laughs> yeah, that and as we've just bad. said, that's not good for you. But, you know, you were saying about, you know, we were talking about the overeating stuff. I ate at, usually I'm really good with Asian food. I don't mm-hmm. get any symptoms, but I was at a Thai restaurant. This is in Canada when I lived in Canada. And where it was to where I lived was about an hour and a half away because we lived way out on a lake out in the middle of nowhere. And we're in um, downtown Edmonton, my ex-partner and I, and we had this amazing Thai food. It was so good. And I was starving and I ate so much of it. And on the way home, well, we were still, luckily we were still in city limits. He had to stop and I had to go into a grocery store. I was in there for 40 minutes. It was like anything I had ever oh eaten my in my entire life came out of me that's how it felt I was in agony and it was only because I'd eaten so much because all that I'd eaten I'd had before I just had a lot so do you know what I've had that before but with (laughs) um, when you're wearing clothes that are too tight oh so I had I can clearly remember I had a pair of white jeans on and as I went out thinking they're a bit snug but I'll be okay so off I went and I went for a Chinese meal actually and I was so unwell and it's because Mm. it was too tight to start with yeah and then you put a load of food in and your body wants to expand but there's nowhere for you to expand into Mm. and it basically just disagrees with you so yeah I think wearing don't wear clothes that are too tight if you know you're going to have a bigger meal and I was going to say that you know I think the other thing is I think you've got to have a um, realistic expectation. So there's bloating, like we talk about, which is the uncomfortable and actually a an unwell reaction within your body. Mm, mm. But if you're talking about some natural bloat, you know, you're going to be a bigger size at the end of the day than you were at the beginning. I think people have also got to have some realistic expectations. You know, my son is now very slim and very fit, but he, even he goes, look what happens when I eat, look at my stomach. And he pushes it out a bit, but you know, right. and I'm like, because you've put food inside there, you know, mm-hmm. you're going to have a little bit of bloating around your stomach area when mm. you've eaten. So I think you've got to be, you've got to be kind to your body. You're going to blow a tiny bit when you've started right. So I think you can't think that you're just going to be get away with absolutely nothing. You're going to be a bit more bloated at the end of the day than mm. you were at the beginning. And it's not it's so not that's bloated, and uncomfortable. No, feeling. that's it's very not, different. It's what it's not say. looking at yourself in the mirror, thinking, no. "Oh, it looked a bit smaller this morning." No, or no, not quite as big. This is like, you know, this is a reaction. <laughs> you that we're know it. About. Yeah, yeah exactly. you know it. Oh, yeah. horrible. So horrible. there you go. So there's some there's some tips for people. Yeah, stay away. Okay. Stay away from the foods. Drink yes. water, move, smaller meals. See, talk to a Go doctor. and see a specialist. Uh-huh. Um, so are you back cooking? That's what I, I want to know. What's um, cooking in your cozy kitchen? Sarah's got a really nice Ms. kitchen. Walker. She lives in a gorgeous place. What have you made? You're going to be very proud of me. Oh, yes. <laughs> Guess what I made last night? I made your country pork the french country pork oh you did with the prunes and apples oh my gosh isn't it yummy oh my gosh yeah now, so the beautiful easy. thing was dairy free because there wasn't yeah. any dairy so I, there was, did you put butter i just i used oil instead of butter i think there was i was think it? there's butter in part of it yeah with the so apples, i just I, I just swapped yeah. um some oil instead of butter yeah so it made it dairy yeah. free and uh all three of us had it i made it with a really creamy mash Mm. um again dairy free um right. oh my gosh <clears throat> excuse it me was... what you put in your, in your mash like vegan butter or something vegan butter mm-hmm. okay yeah um vegan butter 
and actually you know sometimes you make a good one compared to last night's it went very well my mash I was like oh um oh yeah all three of us loved it oh good Absolutely. oh well done so if anyone is t- listening go and take a look at I'll the, share it on that recipe actually because mm-hmm. it's easy and it's delicious really delicious and especially if you use the pork tenderloin very good so that was good so I've done that yeah. and I've also done a recipe from um we can share this account as well it's called Soph's Plant Kitchen that's her Instagram account mm-hmm. um and I did a roasted cauliflower and red pepper dish so you roast the peppers mm. um and then you blend all of that to make a sauce and then you roast the cauliflower oh, I, I, I love adapted those it. sauces oh. I'm like a remoulade I think they're called yeah oh it was did it have absolutely... almonds in it uh potentially I can't remember it was quite I might have swapped some things in for what I had in the cupboards but um um she toasted some peas but I had to swap it for green lentils instead because I didn't have those peas but oh and then you crumble like feta on the top and Mm. it's really really nice so we can share that as well so those are my two things the French country pork with apples and prunes courtesy of Livoni Walker and uh I did the roasted cauliflower and red pepper from Soph's Plant Kitchen so I think I've done quite well this week very pushing the boundaries I made a um spicy Korean chicken with coconut rice and some broccolini I'm going to it was so good I wrote down what I did so I'm going to um make it again and Mm -hmm. put it on the website it was so easy and just, oh, my God, delicious. Sounds good. Um, what are your goals for next? I've been Thanksgiving. It's all about Thanksgiving because, you know. Um, yeah. What are your goals? What's your goal just quickly for this coming I'm going week? to um, get two lots of exercise in the at the gym in for this week. Well um, done. And really working. So it's all about rehab for me at the moment. You know, okay. it's about food, rehab, trying to get my um, progress really moving mm-hmm. forward. So that's that's all of my goals. What about you? Mine is to not eat the foods that I know trigger my blood. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's um that's my goal. That's a um join us next week for episode 45, Embracing the Holidays. We're chatting about traversing the holidays, what we're looking forward to eating and cooking, and how we're going to approach the most calorific time of year, styling it to our goals and lifestyle changes. We're also going to chat about how perspective and attitude can save you during the season. Mm-hmm. As always, thank you so much for listening. Visit our website, lavodiansera.com, for more on each episode um, and some delicious recipes. Find links um, in the notes below to things that we've talked about today or to connect with us on social media. We're now on YouTube, so you can watch us as well as listen to us. Yeah. Thanks. Bye for now. Bye.